Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Straycast Outdoor Cartoon Television Subsector Phase 6. Round two. I said sector, not sector. I meant to say sector. <laughs> well, I don't even know what just happened sexter? right here. No sexting, please, <laughs> Wh- whatever you do. I'm Pat Remwick. This is Ryan Whitaker. And and this guy right over here, uh, he's an FLW Tour pro um, making some waves. And you might have heard of Shane's Bates. Um, this is the mega mastermind behind Shane's Bates. Exactly. That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, Shane LaHue. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me on again. That, that's how. Woo! That's yeah. how woo! I must have been good the first woo! time. You brought, you brought me back. That's how we do it at Ashley Shaper. <laughs> woo! Right there. Right right there. That's how we internet high five right there. I like that. Shane, it's great to have you back here. Yeah, thanks for having me I back. I wish guys. you weren't here right No, I, now. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, uh, other than seeing you, that's good. You that's know. always a plus. Yeah, I like to see your face. But, uh, well, thank you. Yeah, I wish I was fishing today. Definitely. We, we do too, man. I mean, um... It uh, were you on that herring deal? Out there? I was. Is yeah, that, were you running around doing that stuff too? Yeah, you know me and my roommates and Travis Fox and Anthony, we were running a lot of the same stuff. And I got I got in a bad rotation yesterday, and it was yeah. a merry-go-round. It was merry-go-round, and I had a ton of bites. And, you know, didn't hook them, so that's Ex- the way it goes. Man. Explain that. We we've heard a lot of guys say that they had a bad rotation. Explain explain what you mean by that. Well, we're most of those guys are running bamboo piles or cane piles is actually what they call them so it'll be a most of them are on points or you know something like that on a bank and uh these fish will actually suspend in them so you're out there throwing a fluke and a top water over them trying to call them up uh-huh. um you know and you get get behind guys that will uh be running the same stuff so if they just went in there and caught one or you know caught two it usually takes those fish 20 30 minutes to replenish yeah actually bite it again so. right so do i can i go like to home depot or walmart and buy this bamboo where, <laughs> i'm not where, really where, where, i where just is, ride around and i guess just cut it off the bank somewhere is that what's going it might, on might be frowned upon but <laughs> i would do it anyway and then if you get bored you could just make blow guns out yeah of there it. you go yeah, i mean yeah. i've seen that dark guns yeah yeah especially those guys going to west africa yeah there to, you go to fish they'll need those there <laughs> i don't even know what that means but the but what, what is the deal with we hear about these cane about fishing the cane, and we talked a little bit uh, with it about Justin last night. Uh, but I mean, these are things that have been around for a while. Are they new every year? Is it? Uh... I think the locals put a ton of them in, and because uh, you will find some old ones, and they, on your graph it'll just look like a little line, and then you'll find some real bushy ones that still have leaves on them. Those are the good ones. Okay, that's, that's the ones you want to fish. Most of those have, you know, bass actually in them. Um, so is that all man-made? Or, or is it? Yeah, yeah, it's all man-made. Okay. As far as I know, somebody was told me they were going to ask the DNR if they ever put any out, but I it's highly unlikely. Because okay. this is the first we have ever heard of anything yeah. like this. I mean, th- is it like not talked about too much, or is it? Just- I think it's. Yeah, they try to keep it kind of a secret, but it's not going to be anymore. I know Anthony. The last time, you know, that he won here, he was doing a lot of that, and he kept it pretty quiet. Right. Yeah, I don't remember hearing about a- that. And they're always hanging on this cane. Yeah, it's just I mean, a matter of when they're going to eat. Yeah, well, Brandon, he was—he uh, knows a lot about it. And in practice, he told me, you know, I room with him. He's like, man, I—I I can't believe they're still on this bite. He said, usually by this time of year, they're off of that stuff. That—that's that, huh. crazy. And now you—you you were running the herring deal. What's it like? What's a breakdown of uh, what do you got rigged up on that deck when you're running out there? A uh, bunch of big topwaters. Um, like what? Tell us what's going on. I uh, I threw a I'm a little stick. Okay. Um, it's like a 135 and a gunfish 135. You know, it's a big pencil popper type bait. Sure. Three hooks on it. 
which apparently were not enough. I needed about 18 hooks on it or so. <laughs> you uh, needed a Shane's yeah, bait. Yeah, I did. I hang it below my pencil popper. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, and the, you know, a fluke, obviously a fluke here plays every time. I mean, for whatever reason, they still bite it. You what, know, they don't get that smart, I guess. What amazed me, and we talked about it a little bit yesterday, with I, these guys are working a fluke like I have never worked one. And, and I, they're not doing the – it's yes. just – just yeah, they're pulling it. Just pulling it. They're trying to get it to glide one way, you know, like a herring. When you see it, it's pretty cool. When I had a point where they were schooling on herring, like five-inch long herring, you'll see the herring go skipping across the top of the water and glide one way, and then all of a sudden you'll see a big one just come up there and crush them. But that's kind of what they're trying to mimic, you know, because it'll take a long stride, a herring will, so that you're not doing the short little pops because it's not like a bait fish, you know, going all over, not real gotcha. erratic. It, it, picks a, it picks a line and runs with it. So it's really just a, a straight kind of sideways lift, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's the deal. Make a long cast. Yep. Any weight on these on these flukes? Or uh, A lot of guys throw a, uh, a weighted hook. It'll have a very small weight, like a 15th ounce. A 15th ounce. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So a little guy. Just yeah. the one that's molded into the shank of the hook. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah um, I think the big one around here is uh, Falcon Lures. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Hey, your uh, your fans got some questions for you online here, okay. Shane. Absolutely. What's going on, JP? Hi. It's actually uh, Brian the Carpenter from Mike Live. Oh yeah, we know him. <laughs> and he wants to know why no glide bait, glide baits. Why I, glide baits? Not I playing? actually threw one yesterday. Um, I did break one out. I broke out the uh, old Tater Hog Custom Lures Hogfather Junior and slung it around some of those big schoolers. And I, for whatever reason, they were so keyed in on that topwater bait. That's the only thing I could get them to bite. I have no idea why. I mean, I tried a smaller spook. I tried a giant spook. That one pencil popper and chrome, that's all they wanted. That was the deal. Huh. That was it. I couldn't get a bite on anything else. Now, when you guys are, when you guys are chasing these schoolers and they come up, I mean, are you, are you pretty dialed in to where they're coming up, or is it just a big area? I mean, are they coming up where you're out of casting range and you got to run over to them? Yeah, there was some. That one place that I found um, – which Anthony, he, he fished it a couple times as well. I didn't know that. The first day, I never saw him. The second day, I saw him twice fish it. And uh, I'm sure that's a place he's known for years and years and years because they were doing it pre-practice when I came down, and they were doing it really, really good. But, yeah, they'll, you know, sometimes they'll be 200 yards apart from each other. And you see those herring swim. They are so fast. Really? Yeah, I mean, so a lot of times it'll, a fish will blow up, and you'll cast to that place. And by the time your bait gets there, that fish is 20 yards away already. Man. They're, they're like when Michael Phelps raced the shark. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that garbage? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous, right? Yeah, I don't think that went over too well. Why? Why did they do that? I don't know. Did you, will you answer a question honestly for me? Yes. Don't lie to me. Okay. Did you want the shark to eat Michael Phelps? Absolutely. I did too. I mean, that would have made really good TV. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know why this was like this. They got. They. They. They made up this scenario. They totally sandbagged everyone. Oh, yeah. It was blatant false advertising. And then here's Michael Phelps in a mermaid costume (laughs) in a simulated I think I watched about 10 seconds of it, and I was like, yeah, there's got to be something else. I'm so disappointed in Shark Week, Shane. (laughs) I am too now. I I can't believe it. I don't know if I can watch Shark Week. I can't can't either. Pick it up. I I want to take um, Greg Hackney's outlook on it and just go flipping for Great Whites. Now, that would be pretty fun. That's what he wants yeah. to do for Shark Week. True story. He told us that. I mean, I'm in. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah, sure. And when you get a big old eight-foot flip stick, or better yet, we take a Shane's Bates 
and we rig baby seals on, on the, nine of them. On nine of them, and, yeah. and when we're just we're we're lugging them seals out there. We'll just the troll rig. them back there. Yeah, I mean, come on, am I onto something? You might be. Let's call the Discovery Channel, and you and I will go out there and do a. They little. will find more sharks in that one week of Shark Week than they ever have before. I totally agree, <laughs> and and it's it's just something that's never been done before. No, the we sharks will be, their mind will be blown. We away. don't want to see a flangy little <laughs> fake seal. We want to no. see live seals behind a Shane's bait. Uh, a rig, towing them around. Yeah, I don't want to see a floating seal, yeah. a little piece of rubber. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get them schooled. I want to see the real thing. We get those great whites angry. Or maybe we'll troll Michael Phelps behind the boat. <laughs> yeah, that's even better. <laughs> He's the chum. <laughs> we're gonna chum with Michael Phelps. Hey, you got to be pretty proud of your buddies, though, dude. I mean, I know oh, it's yeah. I know it's mixed emotions because we want you out there. You want you out there, but these are your these are some of your best buds. Dude. Oh yeah, if I I mean if I'm not there, definitely want one of those two to win for sure. I mean. You know, Brandon and I have been traveling the last couple of years together, and we talk all the time on the phone. Justin, you know, just this year picked him up, so uh, off the side of the street. He, you know, he was lonely. <laughs> he was kind of an outcast. He was in a box, and a cardboard that, box. Now he's going to kick like me and Brandon out because he's about to be a superstar. Right. Thing, so. we, I mean, how is, it, how is it looking out there? Because is, is he, Justin, kicking some butt out there today? He is. I, I think they got him predicted between, like, 19 and 20 pounds. Oh, wow. boy. And Brandon's having a having a tough time it seems like he's having a day like i had yesterday getting a lot of blow-ups and bad rotation yeah he might be i think it's pretty cool man that um that you younger guys i mean look what jordan lee just did oh i know you you know that's justin's best friend is that right that's right okay i talk to him he talks to him every day i mean and i mean what a cool deal yeah absolutely the the sport being dominated by by you uh you fingerlings (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> it has been a crazy year. I mean, we've, you know, between the the house, we've, for some reason on FLW, a couple of writers have started calling us the House of Hammers. I don't know if that's really fit yet. House of ha- that's a reality show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we. Oh we, my God. we talked about doing something like that, but we don't want to get too cocky. That sounds a little little overly cocky for us. Yeah, and you guys could do gym tan and laundry. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? But yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that would be the deal. <laughs> Show up Jersey Shore style. Well, actually, Brian the Carpenter is going to be on the New Jersey Shore. Is he? Yeah, he's going to host it. Yeah, he actually is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's the he's the meathead on there, the is muscle it? guy. Yeah, hey, I'll be the muscle guy. Yeah. All 140 <laughs> pounds of me. What uh, what's going on, man? Off season, fishing, 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 or hunting, hunting, hunting? Uh, no, mostly fishing. I live on Norman. It's got you know two hot hot discharges, so uh, it stays warm enough. You can fish all year. So nice. I like I'm. I probably won't hunt at all, honestly. Okay. Uh, unless a buddy asked me to go, but you know, I'm not a big deer hunter. I've done it a couple times, but uh, mostly just fishing. What's going on with Shane's baits? You guys are rocking it over there, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's been a pretty good show uh, so far. You know, came out with some you know new buzz baits and stuff like that, and uh, a lot of people picking those those things up. So. I saw that inline, and then, yeah. and then I saw that one uh, that's like a um, an a rig, but with the two buzzers on the top. Yeah, that thing's pretty cool. The uh, it's got three arms and two buzz bait blades and floats. So, and yeah, I actually weighed one in on that inline buzz bait this week, day one. Did you? Yep. With that toad behind it, yep. or what? Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. What? How's that that a rig buzz bait? Have you th- have you thrown that one? Yeah, much, it's or? awesome. Yep. Is it? It it works really good in the fall. Um, you know, when they're actually chasing bait and stuff like that, you can run three swim baits behind it. That'll allow you to keep that thing shallower. Yeah, when it out does. Yeah, that, that's crazy. I mean, and they probably don't. Need, I mean, you could throw that even if they're not schooling, wouldn't you think? Oh yeah, I throw it down the bank all the time. Yeah, I mean that, that's a pretty cool deal. What's the number one selling bait in, in your line? Um, I would say the Blades of Glory. Is it the Blades of Glory? Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> yep. Go figure. That little mini one, dude. Yeah, that thing. That's pretty sexy. 
We sell a lot of those too, like crappie fishermen and stuff like that. You know, buy them a lot. Even the bass. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, when they're fish. Sure, dude. When they're you know, you put them little uh, Kitech type baits behind it or something. Some little two inch swim baits and go to town. Now you fish all. You going back to Norman? You fish all winter. Yeah. Um, on Norman. And then when do the when do the fish start to start to really you know get into their spring pattern there because we're in Indiana so some of this is kind of foreign to us you know it, it, yeah it's real weather dependent honestly I mean obviously you but know, historic time it like late February early March they start getting on that square bill type deal okay that's what bank. I'm getting at because I want to yeah. know when to come visit you yeah that's, it, it, they get on a uh, a pretty good red crankbait bite on Norman even though you can see like seven feet down and they even do in the winter in February first um, of February 48 degree water couple years ago me and a buddy weighed in 20 pounds in the tournament all spots so say wow. say that justin wins this derby mm-hmm. okay you guys are all buds yes and it's uh, now now um uh, uh brandon wasn't going to share the money <laughs> but justin was oh. if that we learned that last night in the interview you could see on the straight cast facebook page but um so justin's going to share the money all if right. he wins, okay. What's he going to give me, like a dollar? Well, I don't know, but <laughs> what, where are you going to ask him to take you on vacation? I think yeah, you guys I need mean, to go like on a Three Amigos kind of deal. I think we do. I where think we where need would to you go? That. Where would you ask him? Um, I don't know. Maybe like a smallmouth trip? It's been a long time since I went up and caught some smallies. Why you don't go. you go to the Amazon River? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't. What do, what do they have there? Peacock Peacocks bass? and those Peacock. fish that jump in the trees and eat monkeys and all that kind of good stuff. <laughs> if he's paying for it, I'll go. Right. <laughs> I, well, can you suggest that? Yeah, maybe he'll take us all. I want to go. I'm going to ask him as soon as he weighs in. Yeah. I might ask him before he weighs in, just to make sure. Yeah, like get it and, and video it. Yeah. So it's documented. So it's documented. Yeah, I'll and make him fair. sign it. And he'll be like, remember the time you promised to take me to the Amazon? Yeah. We'll get a lawyer. Old buddy. Yeah, notarize it. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, that, the whole deal. <laughs> Laminate it. That's the whole deal. Amazonian contract. Hey, anything you want to say to your, your fans and, and your and your sponsors before we get out of here, buddy? Yeah, just uh, thanks for keeping up with me this week, guys. Um, you know, hopefully another successful year coming next year follow me on instagram and facebook and uh head on over to shanesbaits.com check out all the gear and there it is and we and good uh, job this week yeah, yeah for thank sure you guys. dude Appreciate and, and 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 i'm sure there is just great things to come from you we we have definitely have high hope i for sure you. hope so as sure you should and your fans do oh, so. i hope so shane always a thank pleasure you. dude Appreciate thank you it, so guys. much hey pat remick ryan whitaker shane lehue andrew ellenberger the ginger ninja and jp high the hip-hop fisherman we're coming back Put the power poles down. Don't go anywhere. The madness continues momentarily. Hey, welcome back to Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I am Pat Renwick. Wait. I'm Popcorn that's Whitaker. That's not true. Yeah, that's Popcorn Whitaker. <laughs> no, I'm Popcorn Whitaker. That's JP High. We're here with FLW Tour Pro Matt Steffen here. How's it going? Hey, thanks for coming, man. Um, you know, we, we I didn't know this. I had to be pointed this out to, but we have uh, we have a lot in common. We come from the same place and fish a lot of the same waters. Yeah. And we're talking, and, man, we must have crossed paths I'm a sure, bunch of times yeah, over the at years. At some point, I'm sure we have. Um, growing up in Chicago, we don't have a whole lot of water to fish there, so it's pretty much either the Fox Channel Lakes, Des Plaines River, or uh, Lake Michigan. Yeah, and that, that's so strange to me. You said you grew up right near Wrigley Field in Wrigleyville there? Uh, a couple miles north. Okay. Now, how'd you, how'd you get into it? I mean, we, you know, I got into fishing, I was outside of the city, and then I ended up moving sure. to the city and kept fishing, but, uh, you know, I grew up in an area where fishing was going on. Now, you grew up in the city. Where, what got you into bass fishing? It, uh, 
you know, my, my parents, our, our summer vacation every year was to go up to northern Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, we would do that for two weeks. And, I mean, that's what we look forward to every summer. And uh, we'd go up there, and I just ran with it, you know. And then uh, once I got a little bit older, you know, you could kind of travel on your own and just kind of start figuring things out. Uh, and when I was a little older, my parents bought a, a little, I mean, it was a summer house, but, I mean, it was just a little cabin a, on a little lake over right. in Indiana. And we used to go there on the weekends, and I used to go fishing out of a paddle boat. And, I mean, that's all that's how I got started, and I kind of just took it and ran with it. That Wisconsin thing, I think that's the law. If you live in Chicago, you go on vacation to Wisconsin every year. <laughs> it, it seems like it seems like if you're on the north side of the city, you go up to Wisconsin, yep. and the south side goes to Michigan. You go to Michigan, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, now you, uh, this was your third cup you qualified for. Yep. yep. How many years on tour? Uh, seven years. So in the last four years, I've I've qualified three times. The first three years, I was kind of spinning my wheels. I think I finished in the like the seventies all three years and. I think I'm starting to figure it out. Yeah, that's the break-in period. Yeah. Right. It's a learning curve. You, it, it you don't re- just jump into the cup. It really has. <laughs> I mean, for me, it really has been. At, at, at every level I've fished, it's taken about three years to get to the point where you start doing well enough to move up to the next level. Right, and especially with FLW, it seems like a lot of the lakes, you go back to the same lakes each year and, and you kind of get, get accustomed to them. Yeah, anyway. you know, for... For us coming from up north, we don't have a lot of variety in, right. in lakes. Grass. It's, it's, it's grass, natural lakes. We've got some river fishing. We've got some great lakes. But the FLW Tour over the years has not visited those styles of lakes. Right. And, and for me, it really did take about three years to uh, get experience on different types of lakes and, and at least enough experience where we, when we went to a new lake, I could apply what I had already learned. Right, and at least they're coming up to lacrosse, you know, and yep. making you feel at home. I'm sure you are like you, that. Are you excited oh, yeah. to uh, not go back to Beaver? <laughs> Actually not. I, you're, you're a Beaver the, liker. I, I, this last year at Beaver Lake, that was that was the tournament where in, over my career I look back on and say that was mine to win. Like I had I had the fish on you know I didn't I made the cut I didn't I think I finished like 18th so I mean and, and you look at that and go that's not that good but I had those fish dialed in. I lost uh, I could have I, I lost fish to upgrade like three pounds the first day and then on day three I jumped off 15 pounds worth of fish. Oof. If I put those fish in the boat, I go into the last day with like a three pound lead. Right. And uh, you know the the winner of that I think uh, was leading day three and I think he went out and caught five or six pounds and ended up winning the tournament. So I, I would have needed like one fish right. you know, or two fish and and I was on a, a really solid pattern and I. I think I figured that lake out. You know, I feel like you always think you figured Beaver Lake out, but I really feel good about it. And uh, if I could change anything with our schedule for next year, I would actually drop Kentucky Lake and replace it with Beaver, uh, which yeah. most people would completely disagree with me. But uh, Yeah, there, there's a few of them that like it, it seems yeah. like. But, uh, you know, that's because it's tough on everybody else. I, I, I prefer the lakes that are tougher. Right. than the, the lakes that are slugfests. Well, it's probably because of where you grew up fishing. I mean, you know, we didn't have a lot of bites around around yeah. Chicago. It's yeah, it, it's tough to get a bite a lot. Of it really is. I mean, you know, most of my tournament fishing started on the Fox Chain of Lakes. Yeah. And that's, that's a... Notoriously tough. It's yeah. a notorious Very body of water rat. where, yeah, you catch five fish, 
and you're you're gonna do all right. You got them. I mean, yeah. you may not win, but you probably are gonna cash a check. And I know you know it's getting better, and, and yeah, sometimes it pumps out some pretty good weights. But it's the weights are going up. It's I, gotten better. I've yeah. noticed that. It's just that's that's a body of water that is a great training ground. I mean, right. th- there is some sticks too. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, our guy Matt not Adliner, easy uh, had a good finish in the open. Yeah, he did great. I mean, Chris Groves has been doing really yeah. well. I mean, yep. there are there are some guys that don't travel, but they're, I mean, they are hammers. Oh yeah, area, yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah, we're we're we familiar. <laughs> yeah, um, the Smeglitz, Smeglitz yep. family are yep. just are just absolutely hammers. Now let's talk about this tournament. Um, what uh, go go back to your practice and uh, explain what uh, what you had going on, man. So. You know, I fished it when we were here in 2014, and that was a that was a, a just a grind of a tournament. You know, mm-hmm. Anthony Gagliardi won with 14 pounds, and he did it mostly with fish that were out schooling. So similar right. to what the guys are doing now. So it's not a surprise to see that they're doing that well, but the weights are a surprise because you know Gagliardi caught 14 pounds a day and won that tournament. And then when I got here to practice, I'm. I'd much rather fish shallow. You know, I looked for some schooling fish. I wasn't able to find much. Uh, but when I went shallow, I was getting 10 to 12 really quality bites a day on top waters. You know, two, two, two to, you know, five pounds. Are you and talking I, shallow? Are you, are you up there throwing a frog on grass or uh, what kind yeah, of top water? I mean, a little, bit of, a little bit of everything. I was pretty much throwing a buzz bait for the majority of the day, but I was throwing prop baits and uh, like a pop bar. And a frog mixed in, um, you know. The, the buzz bait was a search bait, but then I was also looking for bluegill beds. Right. When I found bluegill beds, I was throwing kind of the slower topwater baits. And I, I just was in practice. I mean, every day I had ten to twelve quality bites doing that. So I really kind of went all in on that. Mm-hmm. And come tournament time, I mean, I had I actually I had the bites to have a good bag the first day. I only had four for nine and a half pounds. I lost one that was close to six. And a couple other keepers that would have given me a you know a good bag, but yet, yesterday I went out. I only weighed one fish, and I I I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was the sun was out all day or what, but it 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 sounds like a it, lot of guys were on, were on that. Like in practice, they're like, yeah, <laughs> I thought we could do it shallow. I thought we were gonna yeah. hurt hurt those guys. They're, we thought they're really uh, they. It was a good. It was a tough bite, but it was a good bite. You know, it was hard to pattern it. But if you kind of were in the right areas where there were a lot of bluegill, you could go through a cove and get one or two bites. And, you know, that the quality of fish that a lot of us were seeing up shallow made us think we had a good shot. And uh, I think conditions took a little bit turn. I, I know one of the things that hurt me, too, yesterday was the amount of boat traffic. It yeah. just, uh, you know, you're trying to work a topwater bait, and it's just, you know, giant boat waves it's just rolling surfing. in. Yeah, it was... <laughs> And I wasn't prepared for that. I probably should have uh, planned more for that, being that it was a, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday tournament. Right, it got nice Thursday, and hot, Friday, too. But, so, yeah. You know, if I knew exactly what went wrong, I wouldn't have weighed what I did yesterday. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know you'll learn from it. You know, all right. you guys learn from it. And uh, so what? what's next? What are you going to do after this to kind of unwind? You yeah. got more stuff planned fishing-wise, or are you just going to go no, chill? No, I've, I've pretty much got... Uh, I'll still be fishing some. I, you know, I've got a one-year-old uh, little boy now, so that takes up some of my time. Sure. I'm actually Thursday. I'm going up to Malax. I've got a, a team go. event up there. I'm substituting for a, one of my good buddies, and uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Other than that, big tournament-wise, 
Uh, I think I'm going out to fish the U.S. Open out on Lake Mead in mm-hmm. uh, early October. But other than that, I'm pretty much done for the year. Well, that Mille Lacs, so you'll, you'll get over it real quick up there. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been there a couple <laughs> of times, and uh, Mille Lacs and I get along pretty well. We, yeah. actually, we actually make a jig together. It's called the Tightrope Baby Firework Super Jig. I've got, I've got some. And uh, I've been here, and it's working on Mille Lacs. Yeah, That's all a say. certain guy that uh, lives close to there is telling us that they're, they're chewing that thing. I, I will have them with me. I can tell you I catch uh, a lot of fish in the in the north woods on that bait. I've caught mm-hmm. some pretty big sturgeon bait fish on, on that little tight ropes jig, too. Yep. Yeah, wow, it, that's it, amazing. I didn't know that. Not, <laughs> I, you know what? I, now that I think about it, I remember writing your name on some on some envelopes <laughs> and sending them out. Probably too late, but sorry about that. Um <laughs> But uh, no, man. I mean, you want to talk Chicago for a minute here? Yeah, I let's mean, do it. No, th- this is JP and I. We're obsessed. JP yep. lives right on the water on Lakeshore Drive, and, and you know, I live on the south side, and you lived down there for quite a while too. This uh, this state record. Why the hell can't anyone catch one over six seven? With all these sevens and eights and stuff, Sturgeon Bay and on either side of us, yep. even Indiana's had se- over yep. seven. They're, Why can't we get one over six and a half? They're there. There's no doubt in my, my mind that it's there. I mean, I know you. there's a lot of people who have uh, said they've caught record fish and they were yeah. out of season or, you know, they haven't been certified. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm shocked as well. I mean, I can when I was down there and I was, you know, chasing after it for a while, I mean, it was just, in my mind, it was a matter of, you know, days, not years. Like yeah. it was any at any point, somebody would crack a big one, and it just hasn't happened. Yeah, we've been and saying you that for you, five yeah. years. I'm I know like, yeah. this is the year. I'm like, this is the week. Yeah, it yeah. almost happened. You know, and you actually caught the record, but by the time it got to the boat, it turned back into a carp. Yeah, man, I, that 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 eight pound carp hit a jerk bait like none other. And and the worst the worst part about it is, you know, it's one thing when you fish the Great Lakes, you know. The, the, the possibility that you're going to hook into a steelhead or you're going to hook into something other than a bass is a very po- oh, a good yeah. possibility. But I, when I was fighting that carp, it came up and rolled in one of you know in one of the three foot waves, and I just saw this big brown flash. And the guys <laughs> I was with, I mean, we all thought instantly, yeah, and a jerk baby. Yeah, you we, don't we think thought carp, we yeah. thought we had it. And oh, when that fish got to the boat and came up under the boat, we all it was like a big gasp of just complete you know kick in the crotch every yeah. time one of those drum those sheep heads grab it grab yeah. that jig i think for a second i go this is it and then i yeah, go so no <laughs> they, they don't hit it like that the drum hit it so hard it's yeah they, they try to knock the paint off it dude it's, you know there's really no reason there's not the, the, there's not that much pressure at least there wasn't when i was out there there may be right. more now there's but, a, maybe a little more but it's it's still 27 dollars a launch yeah, you know. yeah. Well, <laughs> a lot of guys are just afraid. I mean, the water right. it, it gets can nasty. get dangerous, but yeah. they're afraid just to bring their rigs to the city. Yeah, I think yep. so. It it really doesn't. That was always one of the things I enjoyed was, you know, driving down like Fullerton or Diversity to yep. get to get to the ramp. You know, it was one thing driving in the morning was fine, but on the way back, you're oh, driving man. back and everyone's out walking the streets and they're looking at you. Yeah. And, you know, you're taking up both sides of the lane. Oh and, yeah. The the looks the I, always, wide I always got pretty good entertainment out of out of. The they roll down the window. What are those things on the back? Oh, God. Well, that's everywhere you go, but yeah. everywhere. But yeah. that's every every uh, stoplight. Matt, anything you want to say to your uh, to your sponsors, your fans before no. we get out of here? You know, I, I appreciate you guys bringing me on. This is great. Um, 
you know the show i've listened to you, you the show multiple times over the years and i think thank you're you. doing a great job you oh, know, thank for, you promoting all of us and, and helping the sport grow um you know for, for myself if anyone's looking for a good snack go out buy some bridgeford jerky at your local grocery store or walmart Really, you know, the, the support that our sponsors give us as fishermen is what allows us to pursue the passion that we love. And, Absolutely. you know, any any help that we can get is much appreciated. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, Matt. Sure. Appreciate it. And, uh, and good luck next year. Thank you, man. Yeah, keep it up. Yeah, thank you. And we'll be right back. Keep it up. Uh, More I cups. Think we got, uh, I think we got James Watson coming up next, so stay tuned. Thank you. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace!